Welcome to the Long Island Abundant Life Church English Ministry Sermon Archive. This message was given on April 21st, 2013 by Chaplain Gary Chin and is titled, Getting Back to the Basics. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I want to thank the Lord for giving me the opportunity to share his words. And I know every time we come together, we are blessed. <clears throat> Before I start, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to share your words. I pray that you will be with me, that you will speak through me. I pray for the brothers and sisters that come. I pray that you, they would uh, prepare their heart to absorb every word that you have prepared for them. I pray that all that all those who come who listen, who's listening, I pray that uh, those who don't know you will come to know you, and those who already know you will come, will draw closer to you. We thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Today I'm going to talk about the basic. The basic understand Christian is very simple. It's very easy. Um, I'm sure you hear many times preacher talks, you know, preach about that. I'm, I'm sure you get tired of hearing it. But, I'm sure, but the thing is about no matter how many times you hear it, are you able to absorb it? Are you able to accept what, the, what you have learned at all? I'm not saying that you shouldn't, we shouldn't get deep into the Bible. We should learn everything about the Bible. But if you're not going to able to absorb and able to accept the basic, you're not going to go too far. There's many um, books that have been written. In, um, I'm sure you heard about the book, uh, Purpose of Driven, uh, Driven Life. Sell millions, millions and millions of these books were sold. But my question to you is, what happened to all those Christians who read the book? What happened? Too often, we only want to accept what we want to accept. And sometimes we don't like, we don't want to accept uh, how this church or how this uh, preacher is preaching. I'll go to another church. And they go to another church, they say, wow, yeah, you know, this pastor, he's, he's powerful, he's preaching great sermon. But no matter how great the sermon is, if you're not going to absorb, you're not going to act on it and follow what he's preaching is not going to help. You're not going to go anywhere. Or we're not going to go anywhere. I heard one of the preachers was preaching here one time. He said, the average, the percentage, all those who come every Sunday, the percentage they absorb what the preacher is preaching. I, I quote what he said. Only 7%. That's very low. That's why right now, many famous churches right now started talking about, we need to get back to the basic. And the basic is simple. And a lot of time, you know, as I said before, so many... Uh, Books has been written, millions and millions and millions and millions of Bibles. I mean, books has been written to help us. But still, like I said before, 
what happened to those Christians who read it. I'm not knocking on the books that, you know, have been written to help us. But if you're able to follow what the Bible is teaching, you're able to absorb, you're able to, if you're willing to follow the instruction, I don't think you need any other books. The basic is very simple. The basic is how you come to this world, why you're here, and where are you going. How you come to this world, the Bible is very clear. God created heaven and earth, the water, the sky, the sun, and the moon, and all the living creature. After he did that, and God said it was good. He created all, everything. He created all things. Even created us. But after they finished, he said it's very good. But some other Bible, some Bible interpretation says it was excellent. So God is the one who created us. But why? Why are we here? Why he put us on this earth? Right from the beginning, when he created Adam, God put Adam to take care of the garden. So, we should do God's work. He couldn't do it alone. And that's why God later on created Eve to be his helper. Too often that we always think that doing God's work or making a difference in people's life, you have to be a pastor or somebody that's educated. You know, you have to uh, really, uh, maybe a professor, a, a teacher. And too often that we also think that we could make a difference. But you know the truth is, we all can make a difference. You know, you don't have to be a preacher. You know, I used to feel the same, you know, and um, when I was a young Christian, I used to feel the same, same so that um, I couldn't make a difference. Even, in, um, even Moses says, why me? But until he obeyed, And he become very one of the most famous person in the Bible. And like I said, I used to feel the same that I I never thought I could make a difference in people's life. But last week, um, I was um, first time preaching in Chinese congregation. And 
course, I'm like I say, I'm not a preacher as <laughs> in the church, and um, the sermon was only like around uh, about twenty minutes, and we finished so early. I was so worried about that um, everybody would be waiting online to go to lunch. But actually, it didn't really happen that way. Everybody knew that I finished early. They spent time in the, in, inside here and started a fellowship with a brother sister here. But when I got to the next door, I was nervous. I was looking at Pastor, sticking my window, looking at inside Pastor Gray. I was hoping Pastor Gray would finish early so that we, we could, so that people would come in with a, won't have to be a long line waiting for outside to just for lunch. You know, and last week there was translate, so I thought, and um, like I said, I didn't know the time, I didn't know how long it takes me to, uh, with the translator, how long it takes on a sermon. And today I'm preaching the same sermon. And 20 minutes, I don't know. Today probably going to be around the finish in 10 minutes. I know most of you are going to be happy. They're going to, you know, they're going to say, Uncle Gary, that's great. I'm going to have more time, you know, go for coffee. And maybe I don't have, have time to finish my breakfast. I noticed, but to some of the elder people, elder, the older people, they say, what happened? It's only 10 minutes. Why is it so short? What I'm trying to tell you is, is that in ministry-wise, I'm not saying it's an easy job. But if you're willing to accept and you're willing to obey, just do it. Uh, ministry, ministry you, you, don't, you don't go pick what you want to accept, what you want to do. You do what God wants you to do. Even in my ministry, I do what I do in the prison community outreach. It's not an easy job. Dealing with inmates. Sometimes they could aggravate you, and many times they do. But that's my call, and that's what God called me to do. Just obey and just do it. I thank the uh, Pastor How give me the opportunity to uh, to preach God's words. Uh, I thank you for His encouragement and his support. Knowing that I might not do a good job, but God's not looking for somebody that do a good job. God's looking for people that's willing. As he asked me to do it, I just be willing and do my best and just do it. And don't compare. Because, no, if you're going to compare, there's always somebody that's going to be better than you. Always somebody's going to be better than you. 
You know, I have a friend that um, who I do prison ministry, and now before he used me, he used to go to the Memorial Presbyterian Church. Now he goes to uh, CCC, which is in Brooklyn. They call it a Christian Cultural Center. One time, I was just joking around with him, I said, Pastor Bernard, he's not a preacher. He's not a powerful preacher. Because I, I said, you know, most black preachers, they are very powerful. And they very, you know, I mean, when they preach, you, you can hear a lot of people from the congregations who say, Amen. So I was just joking with him. I said, you know, you go over there. I said, he's not a powerful preacher. He said, no. Even though he's not a powerful preacher, he's a great teacher. That's why that church had grown. That's why I think if he's not the biggest or one of the biggest church in Brooklyn. And many times that we don't see there's a need. You know, and I have worked with a lot of people just like you. Or just, I was like that too before. Don't think there, there is a need. And as soon as they come and they participate in the ministry, as soon as they see that they can make a difference, as soon as they see there's a need, they get excited. You can make a difference. I experienced that. I remember when I first joined EE, um, you know, me and a man with no education, I'm sure you hear the time. Many times that I share about it, then um, can barely read. And uh, one day, Randy asked me to join EE, and um, I I didn't give him an answer. So I'll, they said there's going to be an open ceremony, and they're going to have food over there. That sounds good, you know. So I went over there. And all of a sudden, they just approached me. They said, well, Gary, we need you because, uh, to, you know, in order to, for us, English congregation to have a team, we need you. But I didn't know I was going to do so bad because I made a wreck in this church. I mean, level one, I felt, I felt two times. Took me the third time to pass. You know, in EE, we go out, we go out, share the gospel. Many times that uh, we um, share the word and those accept the Christ, we get excited. And we always, the, the, the instruction said, don't get so excited, just. Don't celebrate when people accept the Christ when they're in there. Just continue to pray, and you celebrate when you get into the car. Don't even do it when when you when you get out of the door. Do it when you're inside the car, so so you don't make so much noise. So 
So even though I failed the, the two semester, but through that time, I was still able to make a difference. I was still able to bring people to ex- come to know Christ and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So as soon as I get into the car, I would say, yay, get excited. So I'm trying to tell you, even, even though you don't do a good job, you still can make a difference. And I did a lousy job. It took me third time, you know, three times to pass level one. Bible also reminds us, harvest is plentiful. Workers are few. That means we could, God could use everyone here. That means there's never enough worker to do God's work. Everyone else needs to get involved. And it's so sad right now today, you turn on the TV, you turn on the newspaper, you watch, I mean, you read the newspaper, all you hear about war, murderer. And a few months ago, um, the incident in Connecticut, 20-some people got killed, broken family, AIDS, gay marriage. It even said when I hear people, when, when they're talking about adopting these kids right now, they don't know who's the father or, they only, or there's two fathers or two mothers. The kids are confused. This world is it's a disaster. We need to step up. We need to make a difference. You don't have to be a pastor, like I said before. Pastor cannot do it alone. Board member cannot do it alone. The leadership of this church. Even the, the ministry leader in this church, they cannot do it alone. It takes all of us to make a difference in this world. You know, too often, so often we only want to accept what we want to accept. And I hear, um, I see many people come to church, but later on, they get baptized. I just want to say, I'm not here to make, make fun of you or, you know, And uh, it's a beautiful thing. People get baptized. It's, it's great. And they share about their testimonies. And they get very emotion. They talk about God's love. That's great. They talk about God's blessing. That is great. Healing. How God protected them. How God save them. That is great. But after that, what happened? Many don't come to church. Many don't come to prayer meeting. 
They're not growing. Some fall apart. I have seen Christian that even the Christian that comes to church 20, 30 years, when things go wrong in their life, they fall apart. Because they're not growing. They're not sopping. They're not only they're not accepting what they have learned. They only want to accept certain part what is good for them. That's why so many Christians like they go to you know they run they hear um, <clears throat> the church uh, they hear about um, how um, uh, they don't, you know other church how how famous I mean all this famous church how, you know how they how the preachers preaching they just go to that different church. They only accept what they want to accept. They want only want to listen what they want to listen. But they're still not growing because they only go to the church just to get felt with a good sermon. But actually, but actually, are they really growing? Their basic understanding of and it, that's pretty sad. The basic understanding is that man is a sinner. All have sinned and fall short. God is love. It's not by work so that no one boasts. If you believe, You have eternal life. The Bible says grace through faith. Trust in Jesus Christ alone. So you are born again. And you're not a Christian. But Christian means follower of Jesus Christ. And to be like Christ. My question to you, are you a true follower? Or you only just want to come or accept what you want to accept, which is heaven. Or you don't want to accept God's will. I remember when I used to, uh, when I was a kid, I used to learn Kung Fu, young. And I followed my instructor. I can't wait to be like him. I want to be good as him. So I went to tournament. I want second place. Second place was not good enough for me. So I went to tournament again. I want first place. But I, because I want to be just as good as the master, the instructor, what they call Chinese people call Sifu. So one day, he put his gloves on. I put my gloves on. We're training. And because I want to be good as him, I hurt him. I hurt my instructor. I stunned him. I feel bad. I back off. When I back off, 
he came back around. He tore me apart. Christ was a living sacrifice. And are you willing to be a living sacrifice? Are you willing to obey God's calling? Are you a true follower? If God called you to Iran or maybe Syria, Pakistan, Afghanistan, are you willing to go? You know, one of the missionaries went, one of the missionary went to, um, a, to the jungle and ministered to the tribes. And sure enough, when he got in there, he went in there, he got killed. But the second missionary hear about it, he decided to go. Because he knew what's the right thing to do. Because he's willing to go, the whole tribe accepted Jesus Christ and became a Christian. The Bible reminds us our body is a living sacrifice. Are you be willing to sacrifice? You know, when God created us toward the end, uh, not toward the end, like um, I think by verse 9, he says, it was very good when he created us. Like I said, some of the interpretation says, after he created everything, it was excellent. My question to you, are you still good? God created you was good. Are you still good? Are you good only in the world's eye or are you good in God's eye? Are you continue to be good those are already good. that is good I hope that um, we're able to continue to um, grow in Christ so that we understand in love that we understand that we have a purpose in life that um so that we're able to be good in God's eye. So that you're able to care for others. So you will make a difference. The Bible reminds us that he, that he had created us for purpose. You didn't come to this world accidentally. God created us before we were born. And that purpose is to make a difference. Where are we going? 
Death is real. Something that we don't want to accept. But we are forced to accept. Because we all know one day we will leave this world. Life is unpredictable. We don't know when we're going to leave. I have a daughter that only lasted for a month. It's time for her to leave. And she's with the Lord. It's the old saying, the Chinese saying, life is very short. Chinese saying, the blink of our eyes, time just went by. God never promised us a smooth journey. Some of us are going to hit little bumps as we go through our life in this world. But some of us are going to hit some big bumps. But God do promise us everlasting life. If you are a believer, you got nothing to worry. So, brother, sister, If we gonna, if we gonna call ourselves a Christian, we need to accept Jesus Christ, how Christ want us to be, not how we want to be. Let us pray. Lord, I just want to thank you for your words. Thank you for. Just uh, make it uh, simple and and uh, to understand. I pray that we're able to continue to uh, just uh, follow your instructions so that uh, our life would, uh, will grow and our life would, uh, will continue to give you the glory, honor, and praise. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.